Are you ready? Yes, I am. Then let's take a walk. Welcome to Two Redheads Walk Into a Podcast. I'm Dallas. And I'm Lori. You've been wronged in the past, but is it affecting your present or even your future? Holding on to grudges can cost you valuable energy, time, and even impact your health. In this episode, we'll give you some ways to give up those grudges or at least learn to minimize their hold on you to help you live your most fulfilling life. Step right up, because here we go. Good morning. Good afternoon. (laughs) Or good evening, wherever you are in the world. But is it really good, Dallas? (laughs) Not this morning. I've had so many snafus today. <laughs> you really so actually starting last night and I'm just, I'm ready to go home, but I'm already home. So I, ha- I have nothing to save me. It's very true. I don't know how we're going to get through this episode. <laughs> the, the scale with which your luck is shifting just in us getting ready for this episode to hit record. Oh God. <laughs> we may I mean- not survive. No, I'm just saying. No, and we're talking about grudges today. Not to get into it so fast, but we're talking about grudges today. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, now I have like five more grudges <laughs> just from like last night to today, and I'm just like, it's making me so mad. I may not get over this. Very true. So let let's just go. We need to get through this episode. We need to do it quick because yes. if not, again, you are going to build more and more gu- grudges by the end of this episode. I, I'm, I honestly may just explode. Okay, so <laughs> exactly. So with the fact that you said you have five more grudges since last night, what do you consider a grudge? Oh, see, that's it's hard for me to explain because I don't think I consider what normal people consider to be the same as a grudge. A grudge is just something has done me wrong. I'm offended by it. I'm like so in tune with today's world. I'm like offended. (laughs) But something or someone Mm -hmm. has offended me or has done me wrong, I feel like, or I've taken something that they've done as being hurtful to me. Mm -hmm. And I do not forgive I do not forget. Nope, you don't. (laughs) No, but I think other people have a slightly less like violent reaction to it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) I'm going to say that is definitely one of the ways that we are different because I I don't hold on to many grudges. Uh, See, I don't get that. There is a reason for that because Mm -hmm. one of my grandmothers was epically good at grudges. I mean, she could hold on to something like no other person Mm -hmm. and make you pay for it. Uh (laughs) And I just, that, that behavior and that amount of energy that I saw that went into that just didn't resonate with me that it mm. it really was a turnoff. She was, she was wonderful. And I loved her so much. She was like, I can't say a favorite grandmother because they were both my favorites. Yeah. Okay. She edged out the other one just a little bit. Now my, <laughs> my other grandmother will now in heaven have a grudge against the other one. But 
yeah, it just, that was just so negative. And there was so much energy expended in doing that grudge that I just see, thought, I can't do that. I, I that, want to let that's that where, stuff go. That's where it doesn't affect me because I don't sit there just dreaming about the people who've wronged me. You wrong mm. If you've wronged me or I, again, I feel like you've wronged me, whatever, however you want to put it, you're done. You're out. You're gone. Mm-hmm. You're not in my life anymore to think about. You're not worth my time to think about. Mm-hmm. I did think about this before we got started. Grudge from ninth grade. <laughs> mm-hmm. Someone was mean to me in ninth grade. If I hear their name, I'll be like, oh, my can't stand that person. They were mean to me. Da, 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 da. I had to seriously sit down and think, okay, who's a grudge that I have something like, oh yeah, I remember that person. Okay. Because mm-hmm. I just don't forget. Mm-hmm. But have you ever heard me mention a ninth grade grudge against someone? Well, yeah, but that was... <laughs> Again, because we're talking you know, about because it. we talked about it and that's what right, it is. But, it came I mean, back would up. You have, but... Yeah. Would you have randomly known about this person? No, no. Mm-mm. How? Okay. Here's one. You will know yes. the pants, <laughs> the khaki pants in college. Yes. <laughs> Over the years, we've made jokes about him. Oh yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. But do I sit here and think about that, that it's like affecting me on a daily basis or it's like making me or every time I look at a pair of khaki pants, I'm like, oh, do you remember that guy threw his pants at me? It's, right. it's a long story. It's not as bad as it sounds. <laughs> Actually, it's worse than it sounds. No, it's worse but than anyway. it sounds. Yes, I will agree. But it, it doesn't it doesn't affect me unless it's brought yeah. up. Unless it's brought up. But then you've got so much passion and so much energy that goes behind it when it gets brought up. But then it's gone. And then it's gone. So and yeah. It's gone. I know you so hold it's really, on to I grudges. Don't for, I don't forgive. I don't forget. But I don't also bask in it. Right. You know, I so don't. You do I don't moderately immer- get over them. I don't immerse myself into this mm-hmm. person has done me so dirty. I must hate them forever. <laughs> Dude, you're gone. Unless something reminds mm-hmm. me of you. I'm not even thinking about you. I got better things to do with my life. Right. Now, so. One of the things you said, though, was forgiveness. You can't necessarily forgive. No. And forgiveness is one of the main ways that experts, such as the Mayo Clinic, tell us we can get past grudges. Mm -hmm. So I would actually say, you know, what if you can't forgive or should you even forgive? Well, then you're then you're like me, because if Mm -hmm. I said, oh, yeah, I forgive uh, khaki pants. Let's just call them khaki pants. If I forgive khaki pants, I don't mean it. It doesn't mean I'm not going to still think about how horrible he was. <laughs> mm-hmm. We're still going to laugh about him if we ever bring him up again. Right. <laughs> I never want to go make friends with him again or see him again. Mm-hmm. So why? Mm-hmm. What's the point? I It doesn't bother me. Mm-hmm. I'm literally only talking about him because we're doing a podcast on grudges. <laughs> and it would be a fake forgiveness. It's kind of like mm-hmm. when you make your kids slate, it's like, okay, now kiss and make up. Mm-hmm. with whoever you know they're not right exactly so I guess I'm childish mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. what, what about things... you though oh forgiveness <laughs> I try really hard to practice forgiveness mm-hmm. in just allowing me to let those types of things go mm-hmm. I suck at it <laughs> not great but I try you know I do believe in doing the forgiveness thing and then I will say that that one of the things I'm not very good at though is forgiving myself for certain situations how I reacted to something if somebody did hurt me or something like that mm-hmm. I'm not always really good at forgiving myself for how I might have reacted 
or what I might've done or said in reaction to that. Hmm. Okay. So that's, that's a little bit of the, the flip side of forgiveness. I'm potentially able to forgive other people much more than I'm able to forgive myself. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Allowing myself to be as hurt as I might've been by something somebody said, instead of trying to be in front of it Uh when they hurt me and actively saying, okay, why did they do that? Or why did they say that? What might have gone into creating that situation in the first place before the grudge even gets created? But now would you consider that more of a forgiving yourself for something or are you actually holding a grudge against yourself? I might actually be holding grudges against myself. Really? Yeah. There are a couple of things. It's not just, oh, darn, I shouldn't have done that. And then you move on. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, wow. See, fascinating. We're so different. (laughs) (laughs) We are. (laughs) But then a lot of people in the world are, right? How you deal with these grudges and how you let them go is part of some of the research that we came across recently and how they deal with it. And we'd love to hear from some of our other listeners on how you deal with grudges, both people who have wronged you and things you've done wrong and how you kind of hold on to them. Uh I think one of my favorite new ones that we came across was from Susan Whitbourne, Dr. Susan Whitbourne, a professor of psychological and brain sciences at the University of Massachusetts Amherst. And she proposes to look at the grudge as an experience to learn from. Mm -hmm. Now she recommended something that was really weird, (laughs) which was called a grudge box. Right. So Mm -hmm. taking that grudge and figuring out, okay, what do I want to learn from this experience, from this, this thing that hurt me or this thing that wronged me somehow learning from that and then taking that experience and putting it into your grudge box. And then what do you do with your grudge box? Well, then once you've learned that and you've put it over in your grudge box, it's a way to kind of reference that information again, if it comes up. So if someone else wrongs you, treats you poorly in the same way, you have that experience in your grudge box, and I'm air quoting there, um, Mm -hmm. to pull from and to say, okay, what did I learn from that last time so that I can handle this new situation better? Okay. I feel like I'm going to be very antagonistic in this episode. So I'm going to play devil's (laughs) advocate right here. So what should I have learned from someone throwing their pants in my face saying these aren't ironed? Should I have learned, oh, I should have ironed your pants? No, 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 no. That's not the lesson to be learned there. No, I wouldn't think so. If someone ever throws their pants again in my face and says, why aren't these ironed? They're going to get the same response. They're going to get their pants thrown back in their face and I'm going to walk out. (laughs) Well, and then, so, you know, what did you learn from that situation? Why did he react the way he did? I still don't know. How do you want to handle it next time? Instead of throwing the pants back in his face and walking out. I would have told him what I thought of him. him. There you go. So that is the experience that you've learned from it. And how you've put it into the grudge (laughs) box. And then, you know, you're going to handle it differently the next time. And yeah, probably made it worse. And honestly, then, then honestly, learn from it again and put it in your grudge box again and, and go back and reference. So it I, how, I don't know how, what, 20 years. So 20 years ago now, if knowing this, what I know now, I would have hauled off and smacked him across his face and taken whatever police had to throw at me. <laughs> Which could potentially be a felony, by the way, I'm just telling everybody out there, like, 
don't hit people. That is not your first response. Well, then don't throw your pants in people's faces and say, right. why aren't they ironed? <laughs> you come up with those, how are you going to respond the next time? So that you don't, the grudge box really, from my reading of, of her stuff, and there, I mean, there's more to it, was really how to protect yourself better the next time so that it doesn't turn into a grudge. Mm-hmm. Right. So that if you encounter the pants being thrown in your face again next time, you don't have an additional grudge that goes into your pile of grudges and pants thrown at you. <laughs> right. Because they say life is too short to hold grudges. However, you know me, I say life is too short for people to be getting away with the same shit. Yeah. Pardon my French. And right. I don't let that happen. You know, the grudge box piece is just how will you react differently next time so that you are hurt less when the incident recurs or if it recurs Mm -hmm. or a similar incident, and then how to ensure that the next time doesn't just add to your pile of grudges. Come on. You have to have a grudge that you can't get rid of. Oh, I'm sure I do. Come on. I know. Okay. (laughs) Okay. I can't be the only evil one this week. No, you're not evil. evil there's no, there's no evil here. Yeah. Okay. I have a grudge. I have a, I have a grudge against someone that I had worked with one time who, you know, you and I are complete opposites and we get along. Well, this yeah. woman and I were n- complete opposites and there was no way in hell we were ever going to get along. Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. He just hated me from the moment that we met and that was never going to change. Mm-hmm. And I did not really like her either. So there you go. And yes, some, some stuff happened and yes, I have a grudge against her. So I am not saintly in this. Okay. Grudge. But are you going to take step one of what these steps you have are? Or actually, why uh. don't you get into the steps? Let's get into the steps, I guess. Yes. So go ahead. You were going to say step one. (laughs) Okay. I'll take, I'll take that. Mm -hmm. Step one, be the first to seek reconciliation. Hard pass from me. (laughs) If you feel offended by someone else's rude comment, for example, ask that person for clarification or share your reaction to the comment in a non-critical manner. Hmm. Being after the fact, I would find that hard to do. Being after the fact, yes. Um, I think it's it's in the moment. Yeah, that's this one moment. is one that you have to do in the moment because I would I would really have appreciated an old who is no longer a friend of mine. She built up this grudge because of this one comment that I made. We were out mm-hmm. at dinner and we were joking around as we normally do, and I made a comment, and man, she latched on to that comment and she just that grudge built and built and built until she ended our friendship and I'm like Mm. what the hell is going on here like why are you so upset and she finally told me it was because of that one comment and I'm like mother effer if you had just asked me at that particular point in time was that Mm -hmm. a joke were you you know I'm slightly offended by that or something like you know clarify that we would have never have had that happen. That grudge Mm -hmm. would never have built up. So I think, yes, that in the moment, if you can, one of the first way to even stop the grudges from happening is figure it out. I think people just don't speak up. Right. I speak up. 
You do, but see, in the pants incident, you just walked away. No, I threw, threw him back. back in his face. You I threw him back in his face. Ever throw anything at me again? And I walked away. And, and said, you walked away. I quit. Mm-hmm. But if you would, add, you know, I right mean, at that was, point, there was, nothing said, to, there was nothing to be said there. There was no other way to interpret that. You know, it it wasn't as like, really, you're going to wear that today? Wait, does she think I look fat? Does she mean it looks good? Mm-hmm. You know, it wasn't anything that was questionable or a comment that could be taken out of context. That was just cut and dried. <laughs> But it's good to ask for that, especially if it's a comment, Mm -hmm. right? You need to be clear on that because, again, that's room for interpretation. (laughs) And I am completely offended by that. It's hard in the moment because you're angry. I get it. (laughs) The second thing that Dr. Whitbourne talks about in trying to get past these grudges is to recognize your own power in the situation. If you feel that you have less power than the other person, figure out if you can even out that power differential, right? Was was he a boss? Was he a just a coworker? Was he just trying to exert his dominance in that particular situation? Are we talking you know, about pants head? We're talking about pants head a little bit here. Oh, okay. Yeah. You don't have to immediately get revenge or, you know, send back snarky comments or things like that. But if you feel that you're on even ground with the other person, that forgiveness might be a little bit easier. Backing off of that, the situation of getting that pants thrown in your face. If we have the the chance to take a breath for a moment mm-hmm. and then to be able to say, you didn't get to me right? Pants thrown in my face. I'm not going to get angry because that's part of the reaction that some people are looking for. They want you to get angry and they want you to walk away. They're trying to bully you. So sometimes it's trying to get back. It was definitely some of a your own power. Move. Yeah, it was definitely a bullying move. And then I mean, he ruined it for everyone else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everyone else then didn't have anything ironed. No, exactly. And it's hard to think about that at the time when somebody is attacking you as to what is your power in the situation. And sometimes with bullies, that power is just not allowing them to get to you. And yeah, that's part some- of the forgiveness piece. Well, sometimes though, you've got to get yourself out of that situation. If I had mm-hmm. stayed there, I've escalated farther than it did. And due to the situation, there was not time for an escalation. It was not the right place for an escalation. Mm-hmm. So I actually, by leaving, I de-escalated everything because there was going to be a fight. <laughs> I'll tell you right now. <laughs> and yeah, the other things had to happen. I had to get out of there so everything else could run smoothly. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes it's your situation. It's not so much as just a comment. It's bigger. Mm-hmm. And again, this is just one. This is one, one we're focusing on one for situation. this episode. Yes. You know, exactly. I could easily come up with one that I have for someone who said something. And of mm-hmm. course, we're, of course. Mm-hmm. Like I have someone who who did, they said some horrible things that I fit to me and really hurt my feelings. I don't know what I would do if I saw them like at the grocery store or something. No mm-hmm. idea. They're not in my life anymore. I don't sit here and think about them. Again, I'm not wasting my time on it, but what if I bumped into them, would I be like, huh, should I say anything? Should I smile? Should I acknowledge them? I'd be like, no, I'm just going to keep on walking. Mm-hmm. Well, another one that Dr. Whitborn gives in her list of, you know, ways to help get over your grudges was to look for commonalities with the person that you feel has wronged you. 
I keep making all these little personal noises during this. It's like, hmm, mm, really? <laughs> I feel like I just. You need to make some of them a little bit louder because I didn't even pick up on the last one that you did. It's it's uh, people need to see people need to see this episode, see my face, and see my you eyebrows. To, yes, they're like exactly. up and up in my hairline. My eyes are wide. My I'm gonna have frown lines at the end of the day because I'm just like we'll have Lori's expressions, kind of like we did with the wine episode. Oh my gosh! Um, go fast. over to our Patreon. We'll we'll even put it up. You won't even have to subscribe, even though you can subscribe and see all of our video. But we'll we'll put Lori's expressions up on this one. <laughs> She's got some good ones. But the last one we were talking about, the look for commonalities with the person you feel has wronged you. The great example um, that Dr. Whitborn gives, if someone is crowding you out in a line or on public transit, consider that both of you share the desire to get where you're going. They may not be doing it intentionally, right? But your reaction to it is that they are. But their only goal in that situation is the same as your goal. You're just trying to get to the front of the line. You're just trying to get to your destination. So that's a way to kind of get past the original hurt that you mm -hmm. think that somebody has done to you is they may not have done it at all. It yeah. may not have been intentional. And so you don't have to hold on to that energy and that grudge. Now, see, again, this is where we come in with like what I feel is a grudge in my head. That's just like someone cut me off on the highway. I'll be like, what the hell? you know, honk your horn or something. Mm -hmm. How many times does that happen when you're driving? But do you ever just sit there and go, do you remember that Tuesday, May 17th, <laughs> 1999, that yellow Subaru cut me off. I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't have any sort of staying in my head power or someone bumping into me. Mm -hmm. that, I, I don't, you know, right. that's not even enough to bother with a grudge. My, gr but, my grudges are good. <laughs> yes. But for some people, that is their level of grudges. Yeah. Right. You and I don't hold potentially grudges like that, but some people do. Yeah. Well, I know you want me to take this next one because it describes me perfectly. <laughs> don't let a grudge take on a life of its own. Dr. Whitborn cites a York University study from 2018, which suggests dispensing with the offense sooner rather than later will help it fade into a distant memory. Now, all my grudges are a distant memory until they're brought up. <laughs> I don't mm -hmm. waste time on them. I don't waste energy on them. Actually, I'm having a ball talking about Pants Head. <laughs> you know, now, it, now it's right, a funny now story. It's, funny story. Yes. it's a hilarious story now. Mm -hmm. Do I still despise him? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Am I going to uh, be the first one to seek reconciliation? Absolutely not. Yeah. but you know I'm having a laugh here with, with you about it so it, <laughs> it 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 has taken on a life of its own but in a good way <laughs> well, but I but could see where it would not I could see not the opposite of that yes like I could see like you said your grandma held on to grudges and then you guess you would hear about them yeah I can see how that can take on a life of its own as she said Mm -hmm. Right. I mean, and that, that really goes back to the, the first piece of this too, which is really understand, has somebody wronged you or was your reaction to it? What is creating this grudge? Was it what somebody else did or yes. how you reacted? <laughs> it's always is, what somebody else did <laughs> is creating that grudge. I am not saying I'm and perfect. not letting it keep going. Grudges. I know I'm not perfect. I know people have grudges against mm -hmm. me, but my grudges, oh, I know my grudges 
they're there for a reason. I don't just randomly be like, who should have a garage against today? Mm-hmm. Oh, that person. Yeah. I think the big thing there is just don't try to get in front of it. Right. Mm-hmm. Don't let it fester. Don't let it build in the background. Like my yeah. friend did for years right. without asking me and without mm-hmm. trusting me either, because what she was really concerned with was something that didn't exist ever, ever. <laughs> and again, I kept right. telling her there is nothing here. There is nothing there, but she just could not believe me for some reason. I have no idea, Yeah, but just don't let it take on its life of its own. Right. So recognize when that grudge comes out of a rational fear. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If you've been wronged by someone and that is, you've done everything else to kind of look at it, look at your reaction, look at the circumstance in which it happened and the person that you're dealing with. And if you think that that grudge with that person that wronged you is a rational fear there that 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 person could harm you or, you know, further endanger you, anything like that. That's when you really need some seek help from others. Or if the grudge is so bad, you want to do something miserable to them. Yes then you really do need to seek help at that point. Oh, Listen yeah. to our true crime episode and find out where grudges get you. Yeah. I mean, how many true crimes really do actually come out of that? Yeah. That there was a grudge of some kind. Mm-hmm. Hatfields and McGoys. Yeah. <laughs> There's a whole state. <laughs> oh my God, countries. It's known throughout days. this. Oh yeah, grudges. Wars. One little grudge, one little thing yeah. that somebody did that felt like they were wronged or that, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. With these grudges that you've been hanging on to, how costly have grudges been for you? I mean, has it literally ever cost you something? It has cost me relationships, which as I've said, doesn't bother me that these people are not in my life anymore. I'm, I'm over it, whatever you do. You bye. See ya. Uh, other than that, no, like I said, I don't let it fester within me. So I don't feel it's affecting me physically. It might at the moment, you know, or if it's brought up and we're talking about it, Mm -hmm. but I think anytime you bring up something that's distasteful, you're going to have that, you know, immediate tightening of your shoulders and just be like, yeah, I remember that no matter what it is, a grudge or not just a bad Mm -hmm. memory. Yeah. Other than that, I, I honestly, I can't think of anything. It hasn't cost me any money. hasn't cost me any, <laughs> anything that I know of. Mm-hmm. Or anything so, that you couldn't lose. Right. So is ignorance bliss or has it actually not cost me anything? Well, that's a really good question there. Yeah. Although you found out some really interesting study on holding grudges I and did. health I did. impacts, I right? A large-scale study in 2021 analyzed the daily emotional response of over 20,000 people and found that, quote, intense high arousal, negative emotions, end quote, such as anger and stress were associated with higher blood pressure and heart rate reactions. And you can find that at Psych Central. We'll leave the link for you guys. And then also... And this one, pretty much, this one's especially true for us. Right. For our autoimmune community. Yes. Living in a chronic state of tension disables your body's repair mechanisms, increasing inflammation and the stress hormone cortisol in the body. 
And that is from piedmont.org. Again, we'll leave the links for these for you to see. So if if you're holding on to it in that that bad tension filled, you can't let it go type of way and not just during 30 minutes doing a podcast, but you're like your, your whole <laughs> life, like, you're, like uh-huh. you said, your grandma was just mm-hmm. all, all the time, all the time. Then yeah, it's, it's gonna have effects your mind, your body, everything. Absolutely. And so with dealing with the chronic illnesses and things like that, why do you want to add more on mm-hmm. top of it? Right. Right. Practicing these forgivenesses and forgiveness doesn't necessarily mean forget either. It's just, I'm not going to let it affect me anymore, right? I have learned from it. I'm done with it. Okay, great. Hopefully I'll protect myself better the next time something similar to this happens. It doesn't mean I forget it though. And I think that's a lot of what that grudge box is about. You can forgive, but you don't have to forget. As long as that keeping it in your grudge box isn't impacting your health. It's not building your anger and your stress and holding it in so that again, it's harder for your body to repair. So I I think you're okay. I think you like to beat yourself up a little bit about the grudges, how many grudges you have and that you hang on to. But I actually think that you do well with those because you do forget them. I do. You just abandon them up. I'm not thinking about Mm -hmm. them. You haven't necessarily forgiven that person, but you've absolutely not. You can forget it until it comes up again. Yeah. And even then, yeah, okay, you expend a little bit of energy and you're a little angry with it. And you, I mean, it's made a feisty podcast. (laughs) It has. I don't want people to be listening to this and just be thinking, oh my gosh, oh, that Karen. (laughs) She's sitting there complaining about something from college. What's wrong with her? Mm -hmm. We we have those, you know, try to forgive and forget if you can't try one. The pants, the pants has become like a chapter in my, my book though. Mm-hmm. because we have laughed about it so many times through the years <laughs> because of other situations around it, not yes. specifically that incident. That incident took place in, it's like that it was like a little nu- nucleus and a big atom yes. of something else going on. And that atom was a great memory and fun and a mm-hmm. great time, Yeah, but it's part of it. So it comes up. I don't want anyone to be like, I'm actually holding on to this. Like, oh my gosh, she's just, I can't believe her. No, literally the second we stopped talking, I was on my phone doing something else. It was gone. It was out of my mind. So mm-hmm. you guys just remember, I'm actually okay. Don't worry about me. <laughs> it may sound unhinged, but I'm not. And now we just get into the recap. <laughs> okay. In Lori's case, she was actually slighted. So first thing, be sure that you, someone actually did something to you. Use a little empathy, put yourself in their position, try to look at, is this something that someone was attacking me or offending me or doing something else? Because most times a grudge can simply build up from a miscommunication. In your case, definitely not. (laughs) There was no miscommunication there. Pants flew in your face. (laughs) Well, now in the one I was, the other one I was talking about where if I bumped into him at the store, Mm -hmm. I like to perhaps if they came up to me and apologized mm-hmm. then I would ask them hey how come right you know but I would mm-hmm. not approach them first yeah but it's not all you know all not all, not all slights I would be willing to mm-hmm. listen to some of them okay. perhaps on the right day <laughs> if you are holding on to some serious grudges it can severely impact your health and your mental state 
for those of us with an autoimmune disease, it can increase inflammation and cortisol production. So please, please, please temper your grudges. Again, if you can forgive and forget, great. But if you can't, try for at least one or the other. I like that. I like that last part. And finally, don't be like me. Don't let your grudge build up for too long. It may honestly become something that you can't control anymore. You can't all be wizards like me. I mean, hey. <laughs> you oh. at least do have the ability to forget though. I mean, I'm, you can I'm just- losing my mind here. Good to know. We'll send someone over. Okay. <laughs> Emergency better help session for you <laughs> to let go of the grudges from this week's episode. Well, everyone, challenge for this week is to let us know if you have a grudge that is holding you back from something. Are you holding on to something that is affecting your mental state? Have you had something that has potentially even affected your health as far as a grudge? Or do you have a funny grudge? I'd like to know if there's some other funny grudges out there. I kind of want to do an Instagram live and see if anyone's interested in getting the whole story about Pants head. Pants head. <laughs> That's going to be his new name. I liked your, I like the original one though. Pants guy. I mean, oh, I thought you meant. Yes. You can, so, blur, but pants blur, head, blur. then never mind. Pants head it is. You yeah. definitely don't want to mention names, but yes, we know who yeah. it is. Thanks for joining us for this week's reflection on grudges. Now that we've discussed our ideas, are there any recommendations about today's topic that you'd like to share? Drop us a comment on Instagram or become a Patreon member for special perks and bonus content. For a complete list of products, services, or other content mentioned in today's podcast, visit the links page on our website. Next week, we'll hop into hobbies with Rachel and Kelly from Hook and Needle to chat about the power of pastimes. From knitting to hobby horsing around, we'll help you discover some new obsessions to fill your leisure time and give your brain a break. Follow us on Instagram for a sneak peek at next week's episode. I'm Dallas. And I'm Lori. For Two Redheads Walk Into a Podcast. The Two Redheads Podcast is for educational and entertainment purposes only. As with all our platforms and content, this podcast represents our own current personal views. These opinions do not represent those of any people, institutions, or organizations that we may discuss, mention, or recommend to our audience. At various times, we may provide reviews of products, services, or other resources. Any such reviews will represent the good faith opinions of the authors. You should conduct your own due diligence and should not rely solely upon any reviews provided by the authors. The products and services reviewed may be provided to the company for free or at a reduced price to incentivize a review. For more information about the disclosure of incentives received in exchange for providing reviews of these products, please contact support at tworedheadswalkintoapodcast.com. We are not licensed healthcare professionals, and our personal experiences addressed are what works for our bodies. None of what we say should be taken as medical advice. Please refer to your own physician for any medical needs and concerns.